Welcome to the Dope CFO Podcast, where you can find the best information for accountants and bookkeepers that want to start and grow a highly profitable and flexible remote cannabis accounting firm with your host, Andrew Hunziker. Now that's dope. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Hunziker, CPA, also CFO, founder of Dope CFO as well. Um, quick about my background, I've been a CPA for over 25 years, was at a big four, um, including PricewaterhouseCoopers. I won the gold medal award for the highest score on the CPA exam, as well as was runner up for the Portland, Oregon Business Journal CFO of Year Award in 2017. And I was the first ever cannabis CFO to be nominated. Done lots of startup work as well. Um, and love um, teaching all of our community. We have now over 500 people in all 50 states in our Dope CFO program. Hey there, this is Andrew Hunziker with Dope CFO. Um, we've got two great guests today, um, Betsy Morham and Mark Waller, that are working together in our program. And so this one, there's going to be a lot of stuff in this one. I'm glad everyone's joining us. So let's just jump right in. I'm going to introduce each of them and let you let you expand on that. So both of you from Minnesota, I believe the Minneapolis area, um, both CPAs as well, both met each other through our program and are now actually working together to serve clients, which is an, an awesome thing to do. Um, so why don't Betsy, why don't you jump in and start with um, kind of the first, tell us a little bit more about yourself and also why you chose cannabis and or CBD as well. Yeah, absolutely. And just another fun fact about both Mark and I, we're both from small Minnesota towns too. So awesome. Common and we're very proud of it. Um, <laughs> part of the reason why we're both interested in, in you know, agriculture in a sense. Um, but about me, so I'm a newly licensed CPA, but I have been working with small businesses, providing them with accounting and bookkeeping services for about seven years now. Um, what drew me to cannabis was a couple things. I'm interested in the economics of cannabis and what it's done for states who have legalized it. And, um, you know, I don't really consider myself the typical accountant. So I'm drawn to a niche that's sort of outside the box. <laughs> I guess you could yeah, That's say. awesome. Yeah. 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 I think yeah, a lot of us fit that mold as well. And um, right. Mark, why don't you jump in and tell us about your background as well and, and also how you all met and got and came together. Yeah, definitely. So I've, I've been in, accounting in some sense, uh, both public accounting and uh, in the private sector, uh, been a controller and been uh, working for um, in the public public accounting realm, um, kind of the bigger, bigger regional firms and working kind of in the tax side and then private sector working as a controller. So um, I, I actually, uh, I missed um, uh, the public accounting side of things a, a little bit. Um, as I worked in the public, uh, in the private sector, I should say. Um, but what what I wanted to do is um, I kind of wanted to get back into the game, so to speak, um, but on my own terms. And so, uh, you know, the reason I, I looked at cannabis, uh, CBD um, as a niche, as a niche is is it's it's really an interesting field um, that, that kind of the, the intersection of 
business innovation and social justice really spoke to me. So um, actually, when I was looking at looking at joining Dope TFO, I reached out to Betsy initially. Um, she and I have been have been doing kind of independent work together um, on a more unofficial basis prior to this. So um, when I was looking at the program by myself, um, I reached out to her and that's when we, we started kind of talking more seriously about working together um, on, on this niche. Well, why don't we, uh, that's a good transition. The next question of when you both joined up CFO <laughs> and, um, and what made you make the, the, the decision actually to go ahead and dive in head first and Betsy, you want to start again? Yeah, well, when um, when Mark emailed me about Dope CFO, um, I just thought it was it was crazy because I had actually looked into the program in December of 2018, and you know at that time my focus was kind of more toward um, becoming eligible to sit for the exams and, and studying for that, but it was always kind of in the back of my mind something that I was interested in. So when Mark emailed me that kind of um, brought it back to the surface. And it was shortly after that, that I had become licensed. And, you know, essentially immediately, immediately after that, I decided to join Dope CFO. And um, I think that was in September that I joined. So it hasn't been all that long, but um, I feel <laughs> a lot has happened since then. Oh yeah. <laughs> and how about you, Mark? Yeah. So, so really for me, you know, like I was saying, I was, I was kind of looking for a way to, get beyond what I had been doing on my own. I, I know I mentioned I was, I was in the private industry, um, but I, since 2018, um, I started my own CPA firm and have been kind of looking for a way to, to expand that. Um, and a, a lot of things kind of clicked um, around the time the pandemic started. You know, I started kind of looking around at other public accounting firms and, you know, found some, some things that were good, some things that were, were kind of, you know, like I said, wanted to get in back into the field on my own terms. Um, and so um, I joined, I think in July, 2020. And some of that uh, the reason for that too, is that um, Betsy, <laughs> you know, good, good colleague to have. Um, she, she periodically threw me some, referrals um, to people that she could serve in her own practice, but didn't have time to, or maybe I could serve the the tax side of things for them. So um, having that background initially got me a call right away with, with um, another uh, cannabis related client didn't necessarily work out. Um, we're still, you know, hoping that one of those types of clients will come in, but um, it was a good, good way to kind of ignite that, um, that spark in, in this, uh, industry. Did you, and you mentioned this briefly, the, so even though you're both CPAs, do you have a little bit different skill set um, on what, cause that's on the outside, it could look like, Oh, you just do the exact same thing, but you may bring different things, um, to the practice. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Mark has 10 years on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> About the age difference, Mark. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I didn't get into accounting until my I would say like mid to late twenties. But um, I think what Mark the the experience that Mark brings that I lack is really that controller experience. Um, I can tell just in my just in working with him so far that he's very process driven, 
And I think with my experience in working with small businesses, it hasn't been as buttoned down, I guess you could say, as what Mark is used to. So I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've really been more on the transactional side of things up until this point. And I, I'm definitely ready to, to take it to the next level. But I think that's kind of where we bring in different skill sets and why it's going to work out really well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a good point, Andrew. I, I think um, she and I are complementing each other really well um, already in our, our new venture. Um, it, you know, we kind of joke that on on Zoom calls and things when we're talking to clients, she's really good about, you know, asking how are the kids and things like <laughs> things like that, <laughs> that, you know, I'm I'm maybe not quite as natural with, but um, I really enjoy kind of like writing. Uh, so, you know, writing emails, um, when, you know, digging into some of the finding, uh, CEO tools, um, I've enjoyed digging into that and kind of making it our own. Um, and then, uh, you know, so, so I think, yeah, like with my, my background as a controller, um, digging into the internal control processes, um, digging into some of those documents, that's really exciting for me, like to have, to have the ability to have like a, a internal control document right away that we can work with for, with clients is really exciting um, to me and maybe not as exciting to the client sometimes, but um, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, but it's, it's, uh, it's really cool. It's a, it's, it's a great foundation to, to start with. So yeah, I think, I think the two of us um, work together really well, complementing each other's skill sets really well. That's great. And that's been a, a huge kind of side benefit of the program, having people make friendships and work together Mm -hmm. including myself, working with people as well. And um, let's jump into um, how long did it take you to get your first um, business owner prospect call? Kind of what steps did you take leading up to that call and let you both jump in on that one too? Yeah, I mean, we we took the advice of the program and um, one of the first things that we did was start sending out cold emails. And I had actually found a list of licensed um, of, of hemp license holders in Minnesota. And it had all of the contact information within that document, which was amazing. So yeah. <laughs> some, some emails and we actually got a response, which was super exciting. <laughs> we're like, yay, we're not just sending out these emails into space. People are actually reading them. Right. Um, and that, that response turned into a call. And I think we had several calls with him um yeah it was it was a bit of back and forth um yeah. for a couple of months um but having that initial call and having kind of a um uh, a guide of where where to take the call not to spend too much time in the call but having an idea of kind of what what we should do in that initial call was really helpful yeah, that's awesome. And we, it's very easy to get sidetracked down the rabbit hole of starting to help them and answer questions. And you got to be careful because the second you do that, they'll, they'll figure they're like, Oh, we're just going yeah. to call and, you and, back. Let's get some more right. questions yeah. answered. And then and, they, they like to put off everything other than hiring you and, and yeah. paying them. Um, why don't yeah, you, exactly. and I know I, I jumped in at some point. So why don't you tell about how you all reached out to me and, and, how it went from there and even update from since the call so I can learn more. Yeah. Well, we, we were just kind of feeling like um, there was about a month, month or two where there wasn't much commitment or signs of commitment from, from the prospect. I mean, they were busy 
with Harvest. So we completely understood that. But Mark said, hey, I think Andrew is actually willing to hop on a call um, with with members of Dope CFO and, and help them close that initial prospect. And that's exactly what you did, Andrew. And it was <laughs> see you hop on the call and just speak so effect it communicates so effectively <laughs> the, the complexities of cannabis accounting and the the real need for um for them to hire world-class cannabis accounting so that was pretty awesome and it definitely That's did great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think yeah it was it was funny because we were we were on a video call but not uh, the client wasn't on the video so mm-hmm. um betsy and i i think like when things started, when you started talking right away, Andrew, like, I think we were both like looking at, at each other's cameras, like, is this really happening? Like, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> what is <happening> right now? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was really, it was really helpful um, to have you, have you in. Um, I think one of the things, you know, like, like Beth said earlier, like we're both um, uh, <laughs> Minnesota bred and uh, Minnesota, Minnesotans, if you don't know, are sometimes, um, not the most um, aggressive people, <laughs> um, <laughs> but having that having that mindset of being, you know, a Mercedes accountant that our time is valuable. That uh, that um, even just like having that mindset that we're not here to be grilled, but we're here to be to talk about what we provide, which is valuable. Um, mm-hmm. That mindset is really uh, really powerful for us, um, and I think that really helped helped us along. Um, as we negotiated um, over the course of a couple months to finally secure a contract. Well, that's awesome. And yeah, I've a lot of things I teach, I've been doing this for so long now that even on my own practice um, side, so many things I say or, or recommend in the program are almost 180 degrees of what I used to do, including spending these long calls and just because I'd worked in a, you know, big four and corporate as well. And it just, it's so easy when you switch into client service to think, oh, they're your boss and you're the employee and mm-hmm. you just fall into I, resume mode. And I've got to bring my resume and here's my resume and, and let's answer it. I need to impress you and do free work and all this stuff. And I figured <laughs> out, oh, wait a minute. We're not like that. We're more like a doctor or a lawyer that we, we should just be very confident in what we bring. We can ask questions, find out if we can help them and say, here's what we do you know, here's our offer, here's the price and, and not in a mean way, say, take it or leave it. Um, but we really can't negotiate from there. So that's, that's really good to hear. And I'm, I'm so glad because I think once you do land some of these clients, they start, cause this has happened too. some of these people that are kind of like, Oh, I don't quite see the value of accounting and tax, mm-hmm. but they start to learn over time. And then they're like, Oh, this really is valuable. And then they, as they're growing, most of these companies are growing quickly they can start paying you more fees without being so stressed out about it. Um, so let me, let's jump from the call kind of to the creating the offer letter. Um, did you all kind of follow the, the system of, of sending out the offer letter um, after the call, how, how you all did that? Um, and what also, what did you feel was easiest about this whole process? Mark, do you want to, do you want to talk through the process? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So we really did follow the the offer letter process to a T. Um, we had our call. We 
talked with the client about what we offer, got an idea of what, what they're up to. Um, and then we just immediately sent, sent the letter. Um, one thing that we, we did actually, in addition to that is before we sent the letter, um, I went to the, the Facebook group for, for the dope CFO group and, and just asked, um, gave an idea of kind of what we were looking at. Obviously we looked at kind of what their revenue was, what, what we thought would be kind of a fair price and given kind of the complexities that they, um, told us about on, on the call, put, put a pricing offer together, but getting that feedback, um, in real time from other people that were in the program, whether they were in our same boat as, you know, looking for their first client or, um, quite a few people that have a handful of clients as well. Um, that was really confidence inducing. So it, it helped us um, come up with a price that we thought was fair. Um, and, and initially he came back and, and um, he had a bit of sticker shock, a little bit of a, a sticker shock at first, but that, but that just meant the fact that he came back to us uh, actually gave us confidence uh, that he didn't, you know, that we weren't blown off right away. Um, gave us confidence that it was, it was, you know, the right thing to do that we're, we're pursuing, pursuing the right thing and still want to provide them great value. So, um, yeah. And in a couple of points just that you made me think of. So right off the bat, you all are pretty new to the program, but I have updated and, and added many new things. And so for example, the pricing checklist and the price quoting tool, I'm pretty happy with that. So I've, of all the over hundred work papers I've added, there's some that I really love that I think are hugely valuable and others that are less so, but the new price quoting tool really can help you with those questions we ask around the revenues and how many entities can give us kind of a range of where the price should fall. And it's a pretty big range um, because we're, we're out there fishing. And I like to think of this fishing concept because it's a little more fun. It's like, okay, Instead of just, oh, I'm finding clients, it's miserable. If you're out in the ocean fishing for a, a whale, you might catch a minnow or a salmon or a shark or a whale, and you can keep, you can go as faster or as quickly as you want, and you can keep right on fishing. And so if you're super needy looking for the first client, you got to put food on the table, you can take a little bit less. And then on your next one, you're like, okay, well, I've got a client now and I'm, I'm doing work. And the next one you can, you can, um, fish for a little bit higher price and just play around with it. And you can get surprised by, Oh my gosh, you know, I added 1500 a month to that quote and they said, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and we, and the whole idea with some of the new people too, that one single client can change your whole life. I mean, you could yeah. end up landing and five to 15 grand a month client. And it's like, wow, <laughs> you know, that, that can change your life. So it's, um, so even if you land a client that's bad, good uh, on the pricing side, you just keep right on fishing for the one that's better. <laughs> and so we can keep fishing the whole 10 years of our practice. And over 10 years, you might land a couple of whales along the way. Sure. Yeah, I think one of the key things that, um, that you suggest that we build into the pricing is that it's reviewed on a quarterly basis. And with these type of companies, we know that growth can happen very rapidly. So um, even though the, the fee is a little bit less than what we had hoped for, I think that there's a lot of potential in it. And I feel good about the fact that we can review that on a quarterly basis and, you know, make sure that we're, um, we're, 
That's a great point because, and so I didn't used to do that either. And I figured out because what happens is you get these clients, whether they're in cannabis or not, and they start adding new things mm-hmm. and then they, they just assume, Oh, I'm paying you 2000 a month and I'm, you're going to deal with all these new things as they grow cannabis. It's just almost a given. They're going to be adding new entities. And I just think of my client here in the small town here, going from one dispensary to two, then three, then he bought half a farm. Oh, then he opened a coffee shop next door and then he had some real estate and he, his entities, some entities he added, then he shut some down and he, I think he went up to 12 entities at one point. Wow. And so they're keep adding this stuff. And so it's just like, yeah, you're growing, you're expanding. That's the model in cannabis and CBD. And mm-hmm. so we're going to go right ahead with you. And, and next quarter, we're going to say, you're paying us five grand a month right now, but look what happened. You're pro you're planning a new dispensary and, and your sales grew and da, 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 da. And our fee's going to go up X percent. And then they just get used to it and that you're growing with them. But you can also on the pricing side play off that. Yeah. You're not, you're a five to $10 million company and you're not having to hire a full-time CFO controller, three accounting staff and outsourcing right. tax work at your end to big four you know, and they can easily yeah. be having hundreds of thousands of dollars. So we're, our solution, I believe, of all Dope CFO, we're providing a ton of value. We're getting paid really well, but we're still an investment to the company. They're making a return on our investment. They're saving a ton of money and mm-hmm. getting world-class accounting. So, so, so that's good. Um, uh, Mark, do you have any further thoughts on strategy around pricing? Um, it, it is a, a tricky it's not just science. It's an art yeah. as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think two things. One is just having the, uh, the confidence and the, the, in your skills to say, yes, my, my time is worth it. And um, just adding that cost, you know, you, you obviously want to have some kind of background for why you're charging what you're charging if it comes up as a question, but yeah. um, having that, having that, mindset that you are worth it is is totally uh totally valuable as as cpas because i mean i think about you know betsy you just finished your cpa exam Mm -hmm. i finished i did i got my license 10 years ago um but it's it's blood sweat and tears to be a cpa i mean it's Mm -hmm. 18 months you're it's grueling Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work um and uh, i think we're we as a, a, a profession should should value that and um, show people that that we're valuable and we can provide value back to them too. I mean, I think having having the mindset that we are valuable will naturally rub off on clients and, and will re- reciprocate that way. And that's that's a good point, too, which brings up uh, another two points, one around the education. And I believe that whether you're in day one of your practice and I got my account, I had my original degree was in finance. I went back in my late twenties and got my CPA um, as well, but education is a permanent, um, whether it's programs, books, podcasts, mm-hmm. getting a degree like CPA or enrolled agent or becoming a QuickBooks pro or whatever it is, that's part of your VIP role. And I just, in my mind, you expand that every day of your career. Um, and so I do the same thing, whether, you know, my, like right now, I'm not taking any new clients. So my focus is on serving my customers, which are accountants 
And so we all have to find clients and serve them well. And so I model that exact same thing. I'm going to be continuing to expand my expertise and knowledge. And if I do that, I can help my current customers in many ways, like I've helped you all as well. But then I can also, I'll be able to find more as well. And so we want to all be able to do that on the, um, the knowledge side and keep, keep growing that over time as well. The, oh, one other point I was going to make on the value chain, I've, I've added that tool in there as well recently. And it is to show because, yeah, a lot of business owners, they have in their brain that, oh, bookkeeping is a commodity or there is no value or there's just no value. Or just an at expense. All. They, yeah. an expense. And yeah. so I built that. And because I, in my mind, all business owners want the exact same thing. And it's a few things. It's improved cash flow, lower taxes, world-class mm -hmm. accounting, great reporting, peace of mind. They want these key valuable things. And, and, and the document explains why they should want these things, each one of them. Yeah. And oh, by the way, how we give this, how we provide that value, and especially compared to our competition, I don't think um, anyone in our program, your competition's even providing a tenth of what we're giving them. And so then they can get it. It's like, here, here's, we'll spell it out for you. Here's the value we give you. Here's why we charge for it. And then you get to decide, do you want, it's, it's just like buying that car. Do you want to buy a Mercedes or do you want to buy a 10 year old Ford? You can do either. It's a, but our business model is the quality and, and the pro high quality product uh, as opposed to the, we're not going to compete with the people wanting to get 50 clients paying 300 a month. Um, yep. Hopefully exactly, make yeah. life easier as well. And I and I I really appreciate that document that describes our value because I think even though we know we provide a lot of value, it can sometimes be difficult to explain that to people. Yeah. 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 You know, like getting back to that that idea of of you know, I'm a controller, so I get really excited when somebody tells me about an internal control handbook. But um, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't necessarily translate to a CEO of a cannabis company. They just want to know, like, am I going to be able to sleep at night? And so, mm -hmm. being able to translate that idea of internal control equals um, you'll have less compliance issues, which equals you'll be able to sleep at night. Having yeah. that kind of translation is actually is is super helpful. Exactly. Speaking less about what we do and more about what we're doing for them. Do you um let me go with both of you and I'll st I can start with you again, Betsy. What what other advice do you all have for listeners out there? Could be advice for for owners or other accountants that want to get into the space. Yeah, my advice would be just step outside the box. Um, I've always known that it's important as an accountant to pick a niche. Um, and I know that can be difficult to do, especially if you're just trying to make a living, because that's kind of what I've been doing the last seven years is just sort of taking whatever comes at me. Um, but I think this can be a very profitable niche for accountants. So I would say, um, but make sure that you have the right community and materials. Um, because I think that, especially with cannabis accounting, you want to make sure you're doing it right. So join Dope CFO and you'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Mark, do you have any other advice as well? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a, the thing too that brought Betsy and I together is, is um, we both really like the profession of accounting, but we also are interested in trying something that not everybody is into or, you know, so, so it's, it's, um, 
it's a really fun niche to be involved in right now. It's, you know, there's news articles about it every single day. Um, and uh, the community that that's uh, built into the program is awesome. Um, you know, I've already, you know, a lot of people in the program I've already connected with on LinkedIn and chatted with and, and um, you know, within the, within the Facebook group that we have, uh, it's been a lot of really good insights on not just cannabis, but just also other, other ways of, of um, uh, other, other areas of, of business that, that are important. So um, yeah, I, I guess for me getting into the program, it was all about following my instincts. And, um, as time went on, I was kind of thinking like, this is, this is the right time place for me. And, um, so it, it was definitely a good decision to, to join. Well, it's all, well, thank you very much. And yeah, the community has been awesome and coming into 2021, I think we're going to have a lot more live events all over the U S the, I think the industry is literally going to explode this year. So I think people that are positioning themselves in the right way and participating, it's going to be huge. Um, we've got more tools now to bring leads that come to us, get them more quickly out to you through our badge program as well. And um, so that's going to be good. Um, so I think it's going to be a super exciting year for everybody. Let me let, we'll, we will close with, I'm going to let you all get the last word and I'll tell people where they can find <laughs> us. The um, Tell us, um, make your pitch to where, where business owners can find you. We're going to obviously put this um, link up as well and, and to your website, how they can, but if they want to quickly find you um, right this second and also what some specific, is there any key things that your firm can do um, specifically? You do have two of you for right off the bat. So that's mm -hmm. a, um, a good strong selling point as well, but any other value that you can add to these owners? Yeah, they can, they can find us at um, moramwaller.cpa. We're one of the, the early adapters to the AICPA's new .cpa <laughs> domain. So yeah, so, uh, yeah, so we have that, that locked in. Um, Moram and Waller CPAs is our official uh, partnership title. Um, we'll be official December 11th. December 11th. Um, we, we, have all, we have our partnership together um, with the state of Minnesota, but the, the Minnesota Board of Accountancy will um, hopefully at that meeting, they'll, they usually don't turn firms down when they have the application, but um, that's, that's our, our plan is that we'll be up and running kind of our grand opening date is um, January 1, 2021. For now, we're working together uh, uh, under my, my um, accounting firm, but um, uh, users can go to moramwaller.cpa right now, actually, and uh, find my webpage and then uh, um, find the and You're going to serve, you all will serve the entire niche and not just Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So we'll be, um, our goal is to serve, serve the whole country with uh, for uh, cannabis and CBD and hemp. Well, that's awesome. And yeah, business owners are listening yeah, in today's day and age, I think more and more owners are getting it after our year of COVID. But um, yeah. with, with today's tools and technology, there has never been a better time for accountants to serve, serve remotely. So make sure um, you get a Dope CFO um, accountant. If you're an accountant out there looking for tools, come to dopecfo.com. You can also email us and I'll see it personally if you go to bbe at dopecfo.com. And I wanted to thank you all so much for coming on the show. And um, thanks for having us. We're going to 
get this out and you can put it on your side as well. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you all are going to be providing a ton of value and um, Minnesota is going to be obviously a huge place. I know you all have a lot of water and land. <laughs> all that land lake. of 10,000 lakes. That's it's right. A perfect place for growing. <laughs> um, exactly. Indoor and outdoor. So that's awesome. And um, thank you all so much. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more information on our program, what we're all about, make sure you go over and visit us at dopecfo.com. For more tips, industry news, um, updates, you can also follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. We have a Dope CFO Facebook group where I also host Facebook Lives every single Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, we bring a wealth of knowledge about the cannabis and hemp CBD interest industries to these lives. Uh, make sure you come with questions as well because every live ends with a Q&A and usually we have a giveaway as well. Um, this Facebook group is also full of marketers, attorneys, other accountants, bookkeepers who can support you and answer your questions. Um, and also you may want to subscribe to our podcast. Um, and finally, don't forget to be dope.